Hey guys, welcome to the Be Different Podcast. We are your hosts, Brian and Shayla. We are inviting you into our living room to have real conversations about people being different. So come hang out with us. We will talk about real life, everyday stuff, things like marriage, parenting, and why doing life together is always the best option. We'll talk about the good times, the stressful times, and the times that you might feel like giving up. You can learn more about our story at anguishhearts.com. Don't forget to connect with us on social media and welcome to our community. Grab your popcorn and brownies and join us each week. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the podcast. We are your host. I'm Brian. And I'm Shayla. Hello, everyone. It is Tuesday once again. We finally made it another week. Another week. I feel like when we say that, we just have this horrific life and we just barely make it through. <laughs> well, I, we can't be the only couple that goes, Whew, we made it another week. Do you feel that each week it goes faster? Oh, life is just spinning out of control right now. Yeah. And in a good way. Like I wouldn't want it any other way. It's just fast. It's just fast. Very, very fast. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, fa- hold on. I, I think back to like um, when we were in school, how it just like the days seem so incredibly long. And now I'm like, get to work, you know, drop Addie off at school, get to work. And then it's like, pick her up. I'm like, your days are short. There are not enough hours in the day. No. Uh, somebody recently at church on Sunday, I said, he said, how was your week? I said, it was great. How was yours? He said, it was busy. And I thought, everybody always says that. Yeah. But he said, uh, he goes, I I, I only worked 40 hours, but it was busy. I said, so you put more time in than there was actual time? And he kind (laughs) of laughed. And like, we do try to cram more than more than the appropriate hours within the hour. Yes. Do you agree? Yes. So if you are new, let's, we kind of just jump in. There you go. Welcome welcome to the podcast. Welcome to to our podcast. This is us. This is Brian and Shayla being real, authentic, um, pulling back the curtains and having real conversation about people um, being different and welcome. We are glad that you are here. However you found us, um, welcome. And hopefully at the end of our conversation today, you will be different. Yeah. That is the goal of the podcast, that when you listen, you will be encouraged, you'll be challenged, and that you will be different. So hopefully at the end of our discussion today, you f- will find that you experienced each one of those things. We do some things around here, air fryer updates. We do some things around here about, uh, what else do we talk about? Uh, our week, and uh, it is now, can you believe January is almost over? Uh, yeah. Again, we just talked about we that heading seconds ago. It's it's going by so fast. Yeah, so those of you, you can put your Christmas lights back up. We're we're right heading right into December. Yep, I mean... That was a little bit of a jab at those people who still have their Christmas lights up. Cue, cue the Christmas music. <laughs> yeah, people have not enjoyed that I've been uh, giving them a hard time recently about... Take down your Christmas lights, people. It is January. It is almost... You need to be thinking about Valentine's Day. But Okay, so on Sunday, there was a lady at church... Who had a Santa hat still on? Yeah. Now it still had the the Kansas City Chiefs logo on it. However, you can't wear a Santa hat even though it has a Chiefs logo on it in for in for the game on Sunday. Three weeks after Christmas. You just it's just over three weeks. Can't do it. Uh, no, oh, four no. Four weeks after Christmas. Can't do it. No, no. Can't do it. Uh, air fryer update. Uh, you we've been using it a little bit. Yes. Uh, you warmed up some pizza recently. Uh, we made wings. And uh, and more, <laughs> yeah. Like all of the our kids, our, our kids love all the the fried foods, like breaded foods in the air fryer. So 
mozzarella sticks and cheese curds and fried pickles fried pickles and they just they love all that and you know as adults we just our stomachs can't handle a lot of that stuff so it, it it's one of those once every like two or three months <laughs> <laughs> mom dad can we do all the stuff in the air fryer and we're like uh sure but i did however okay so we're on the air fryer update i also have an update on my appliance swap yeah, I, I, if you are new to the podcast, we've been talking about this for a while. Shayla is going to create a, a an appliance swap, kitchen swap. And if we raise enough money through this or profit enough money, she's <laughs> going to get Christmas lights. So that's the goal for her. Uh, I don't really have a goal. Um, but but the best part was you didn't know this appliance swap was coming. I didn't know it was happening already. Like this is like is this like a beta? Is this like a pilot? Yes. A pilot yeah, yes. pilot relationship here. And the the appliance showed up on our kitchen countertop and you walked in the house and you said, "Oh no. <laughs> what is that?" It has begun. <laughs> and I said, Surprise, it's a juicer. I mean, who doesn't want a juicer? Here's, here's the best part. I said, let me guess. The person that dropped it off, they have not used it. It's been sitting on their shelf in their pantry. And you laughed and you said, correct. correct. <laughs> we all have things in our pantry See, or in that's our why, cabinets. That's why I feel like this appliance swap is going to be perfect. We all have it. Because them. you are excited. You have a juicer now. Yeah. And, and you can use it for like a couple weeks and then. I can give it back. Yeah. yeah. What was it, a week ago, a week or so, a week ago or so? Uh, I I I busted out the sandwich maker, like the <laughs> triangle sandwich maker, and our daughter said, "Dad, what is that?" And I made you know a little pizza pocket thing, and the and she goes, "Oh wow, that's really cool." Guess what she made for lunch the next day, and the day after, like yeah. two days in a row. Yeah, we a are pizza pocket in the sandwich. We are maker. creatures of habit, and so you will probably use this juicer for for a few days, and then you'll be done with it, and then it. Get, and that's over. And it goes back to the owner. I, I think it's brilliant. You yeah. just have to create a business plan. And, and maybe a GoFundMe account, Kickstart <laughs> account, and raise a million dollars, and we'll have a kitchen appliance swap. <laughs> Add that to our lack of margin in our life. Because we need more stuff I think stuff it's to brilliant. Do. I think it's brilliant. Anyways. All right. Uh, those are updates that we give you. Uh, how was your week, Shayla? How, how's the past few days been? I think great. Um, Kids were off last Monday. Uh, for Martin Luther King Day. Yep. Uh, so a week ago. Uh, it was fun to have them home. It's been cold. Well, it's been nice, but then some really cold days. Oh, I have a little bit. Can I brag on you? Oh, like, no. Is this like brag on Shayla Tuesday? Just hurry. You know where I'm going. So last week, I mentioned that you were running a half marathon. Mm -hmm. That I thought I'd talked about that before, but apparently I had not. Correct. So you you are signed up. You are committed to running a half marathon in March. Mm -hmm. uh, please forgive me. I'm going to get this wrong and you're going to be mad at me. This will be a half marathon. Hold on. Number eight. No, 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 no. I forgot a couple. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> number 11. It's number 11. Okay. Yes. I forgot the, I forgot the ones that I didn't go to. Yes. So does that fair enough? Fair I, enough. I counted yeah. the ones that I attended. You got a couple that I didn't go to. So, Okay, I feel a little better about myself. I'm, I remembered eight of them. But you've run 10, mm -hmm. and this, this will be, be number 11, 11, which is really awesome. Uh, this is a big one only because it's your first one post-COVID. Yes. Uh, you've had some uh, not health issues in the last year, but 
some health scares. Is that is that fair? Yeah. Can I say that? Yeah. Uh, that some a lot of doctor's appointments. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yep. To get to rule out the scary things. And everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Um, but through that, you you uh, you had not been able to run very much. Correct. And so one, and you've been feeling much better. Yes. And so you have picked up running over the last couple months again, and uh, you committed to running the the half marathon in Liberty, Missouri, uh, the Liberty Half, and uh, you have been very intentional with your training, which I'm super proud of you. Well, this last last week on Friday, you and a friend, your running partner, mm-hmm. you guys run together. Uh, once or twice a week, try and, to. And this running partner is not you, because we talked about yeah, yeah. running together. You and I right, run yeah, together yeah. a lot, but this is... A different person. Yep. And uh, this friend of yours, she uh, doesn't really like the cold too much. I would say she hates the cold more than you. Oh, I don't know. Which, r- right now, as we record this, you are holding on to hand warmers. Yep, hand warmers, because guess what? I'm You're cold. cold. You hate being cold. And... What was when you guys looked at the weather on? What you you committed to running on Friday, like early in the week? Is that right? Um, on Wednesday. Okay, so you had the forecast, but things can change. And I said, "There's no way you guys are running on Friday. Mm-hmm. No way, because it was forecasted to be like very, very low single digits air Correct. temp, and wind chill was below zero. Correct. I was like on Wednesday. I was like, there's no way you're running. And then Thursday, I said, "Hey, how's the weather look tomorrow?" And it didn't get any better. It actually got worse. Got worse. And so you went to bed Thursday night, and I was like, I still don't think you're, go- you're going to be running in the morning. And you said, nope, I'm in. And you got all your stuff laid out, which every wise runner does. You get, up, get your clothes out the night before. You get all your nut- nutrition, hydration set out, and that way everything's ready for the morning. There's no excuses. No excuses, no bumps in the road before you head out. And you guys still ran. We sure uh, did. In the weather, what was, what was the temperature? Um, air temp was two degrees, feels like negative 10. That is cold, my friends. I don't care where you live, what you're used to. That is cold, cold weather. And, and it, this was our long run. So on Friday morning, it was our long run. And this week, our long run was eight miles. So we, it wasn't like we were out for just, you know, a quick one to two minute or one to two minute, one, one to two mile run. We were in it for the long haul. Which I would argue that one to two miles is more difficult in the cold than eight miles. For sure. Because it takes you one or two miles to actually... I wasn't even a half mile into the run and my eyelashes were frozen. Like literally I had ice ice coming off of my eyelashes. Because it was that cold, the, yeah. the, the air temp. And usually that doesn't happen unless it's in the teens. I mean, anything, obviously teens or below, it does that. Because your body produces a lot of, of a lot of heat, so it takes you a while. It takes you a mile or two to get warm. But uh, you are you are telling the audience that your eyelashes were freezing within five minutes. For sure. I mean, because the minute I stepped out the the door, my eyes started watering. I mean, naturally, it feels like negative ten, and I had a, like a full like face mask on, but my eyes started watering because of how cold it was, and it was like instantly freezing. That's that's crazy. I, I saw you. I took our daughter to school. I saw you about mile two and a half. Now I couldn't tell that your everything was frozen because you were across the road. But you, I yelled out the window, "Are you all? Are you guys good?" And you're like, "Yeah, we're good." And then you made it home by the time we took our son. By the time I took our son to school, 
and you're as you're walking down the hill towards our house it was just steam like the <laughs> steam like it was it was amazing i tried to catch it on video and i really i think i got a couple pictures but then you hopped in the van and your eyes were completely like your left eye had two giant ice rocks <laughs> on there yes i mean it was, it was crazy um how how big the the icicles were on your eyes and then you had your braids were frozen wherever there wherever there were sweat there was ice there was ice your hat from your sweat like that was coming through your your dry fit stocking hat and your head and your face shield it was you had like a a head full of frost (laughs) i was very proud of you yeah it's done it's done you and so you are you are rocking it so for those of you that your fair weather runners oh shayla is much tougher than you Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I would use the word stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Crazier than you. Uh, so that was that was the big highlight of the last week. And then I ran on Saturday, and it was not nearly as cold. Yeah, I felt you, like, had, you had yeah, beautiful weather. It was weather. like 28. I was like, this is hot. That was... <laughs> I felt kind of guilty. <laughs> but you slept in Saturday morning, and I did not. Yep. So you... you it know, paid off. We balanced each other out very well. All right, so there's your update for the past week. Uh, we, we have a fun episode today. We actually all, I think all episodes are fun. Would you agree? Yes. Okay. They're all fun. They're all fun, but some are harder than others. I agree. Uh, today we're going to talk about communication in a marriage, which is always a hot topic. Anytime we do marriage events, anytime we talk to couples two on two, do our marriage mentoring, communication is always at the top of the list. So, and this is a little, uh, little behind the scenes. So if you ever come to one of our marriage events, here's your answer right now. But we, we will ask the audience, whether it's from stage or if it's two on two in marriage mentoring, what are the top three things marriage conferences talk about? Money. Is one. Communication. Is two. And let's talk about sex, is number baby. Th- <laughs> let's talk about you and me. Oh, that was free, by the way, <laughs> to the audience. <laughs> if you did not know, Shayla speaks in <clears throat> '90s hip hop, rap, and uh, that's her love language. Yes, it I is. Think. Uh, but those are the top three topics, all the time, hands down. And so people always say, "Well, how do you address communication? How do you address the money conversation? How do you?" address the sex conversation and we always say our marriage events are different hence the name of the podcast be different and we don't talk about those three topics directly but we talk about those three things indirectly quite a bit yes in in all of our content and so naturally as we're talking about marriages our conversation always goes to those three things because those are those are three major uh, what's the word I'm looking for here, Shayla? Three, uh, not even wedges. Those are three major issues within marriages. Yeah. And, and often, those are the top three reasons why people get divorced. Correct. Too. And oftentimes it, yeah, it, it drives a wedge in the relationship to the point of divorce. Yeah. But we are here to tell you that it doesn't have to be that way. And today we're going to talk about the communication piece because that's a big part of a relationship. Yeah. Would you agree? You, you, communication is, is, is key. Yeah. I've never. In a, in a healthy marriage. I, I've never met best friends or I've never met uh, husband and wife, husband and wife, a married couple who 
speak two completely different languages. So they literally know not, they know no words of each other's language. I've never met that. No. Have you? No. Why, well, why not? Because why it, wouldn't that work? It would be very difficult. To, to do what? To understand each other. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> are we going to fight right here on the podcast? Um, but I know that's a very, very silly illustration, but it's so true. If you cannot communicate and understand what each other are saying, how could you ever have a relationship? It's impossible. And a lot of us in our marriages right now, while we speak the same language, we don't understand anything the other person is talking about. Hmm. I'll say that again. A lot of us listening right now, we speak the same language, but we're not understanding anything the other person is talking about. And there's a two-way, there's a, it's a two-way street. One of the reasons you're not understanding what each other are talking about is because you're not listening. And the other way is you're not speaking in a way for your spouse to understand you. Hmm. And oftentimes what we do is we point the fault, point the blame on who? On the other person. Not on yourself, but on the other person. So we're going to talk about that today. And if you're not married, these things that we talk about will help you in relationships, but take mental notes or take notes and when you are married someday, make sure that you're implementing these into your marriage. Yeah. Because the reality we just talked about earlier today, time is very, very quick. We have been married. We were just talking a few months ago about we're going to celebrate 22 years of marriage. And, I, you know, it's our, our anniversary is coming up. Well, shoot, we're already a year, month into. You almost said a year. I mean, we're almost married for 23 years. Almost 23 <laughs> years. I mean, but it's it's that quick. Yeah. Like it's... It, each day goes quick, each week, each each month. And I think back to, I mean, we've been married 22 years now. Gosh, that seems like yesterday Yeah. when we were married. Actually, this past Sunday at church, the walk-in song was Creed, Higher. Yeah. And I look over <laughs> to you, I go, I think this was a 90s, I think, I, I look at that and I said, hey, this is a, this song was popular when mom and I were dating. And I looked it up and it was released in 99, which makes sense because we were married in, in 1999. But that just seems like yesterday we were cruising around listening to Creed <laughs> on the CD player <laughs> well be, well before any sort of MP3 no, or, yeah. or... But uh, it was a step up from uh, the tape, cassette yeah, tape. Yeah, it didn't... It, and, and it, was a, it wasn't right away when CDs came out and it skipped every time you <laughs> ran over a painted line on the, on the road. <laughs> uh, but back to today's topic. But time is really fast. And before, before you know it, your marriage will reach a point where you have zero communication because you let it get to that point. It's a really long introduction. You've been thinking over there. I can tell you're processing. Yeah. Brian, how like, and again, we'll use kind of our story as an example. Um, there was a time in, in our marriage that you and I had no com- communication. Um, we, we chose not to communicate with each other because we were, we were both in really dark places. Um, but, but I remember during that time, it was almost the, well, if, if he doesn't care, then I don't care type of a, a situation. And I think in a marriage, if you are starting to get in a rut, if you're like, man, I just don't feel like I know my spouse like I used to, or 
you know, I have no clue what my spouse is thinking. I don't know why my spouse is doing that. I, you know, if, if you're starting to feel that tension in your marriage, I think the first thing that we have to do is we have to start asking some questions. Um, you know, Brian, those, those questions need to be, um, out of love, right? And it's not like, why are you doing this? That's not the type of question. But, but what if you honestly said to yourself, today, I want to communicate more with my spouse and I'm going to be intentional by asking very intentional questions, not these open-ended questions. How was your day? Fine. You know, um, there's something that we do when we eat supper and the kids have had a long day. We go around the table and we say, what is the best part about your day? And what was the worst part about your day? And it allows the kids and Brian, even you and I to, to, to have a, a space to say, you know, this was what was great and this was what was bad. Um, and I, and I think that when we can start asking questions to our spouse, um, and again, you have to make sure your intentions are pure because if you are in a rough place or if you're kind of in a stagnant place, it can be, those questions can be used wrongly. Does that make sense? Like you can use those questions as kind of weapons, like to manipulate, make sure you're not doing that. But if you're, 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 you're longing for what you used to have the, I think back to when we first started dating, we would spend hours talking. What happens? How does that, you know, once you say I do start to drift apart or five years happens and 10 years happens and and kids happen. And you know, how do you get to that point? You know, I think back that, you know, women have a lot of words, but you know, there were times in, in our marriage, Brian, that I knew that you didn't care. So I shut down. Yeah. And so if, if you're listening and you're like, huh, I wonder if that is what's going on in our marriage. It just doesn't feel right. Start by just asking some good questions that come from, come from the heart and not, you know, so how was your day and, and not care, you know, and through this communication, you know, maybe not right now, but maybe down the road, when you start to build that communication back up, you can start talking about hard subjects such as money or sex or whatever it might be, but it has to start with the communication. It has to start with, you know, the verbal (laughs) exchange between you and your spouse. I like that you said, not ask, you said, don't ask the question, how was your day? Because it can, while it sounds like an open-ended question, it can be very closed-ended. Yeah. It was fine. It was good. It was okay. You know, taking that question and shifting it just a little bit, tell me about your day. Or if they say, oh, it's fine. Well, tell me more. What, what made it fine? And that's why, like like you said, tell me, your, tell me the best thing that happened today and what was the most difficult thing that happened today. And that's, of course, is going to look different from day to day. But don't assume every day is just the same. Because when we, when we, and here's the problem, I think, too. When we ask those questions, a lot of times we're tired, right? It's been a long day. And maybe, it, maybe it's not a work question. Um, but like you said, at some point in the relationship, we talked a lot. We wanted to know everything about the other person. And I, and I guess my, 
I'll ask you this, Jayla. Did we get to a point where we learned everything about each other? I mean, think, I mean, think about that in relationships. Why do we go from talking all the time to some of us get to the point where we, t- we don't talk at all? And the answer is no. I mean, I think every day is new. Every day in a marriage is new. Um, you know, your seasons of the marriage, you know, if you're a newlywed versus you've had your first baby versus you've had five kids and, or now even on the, the, the longer haul of this all, maybe your last child is out of the house and has gone to college, right? Each, each phase in your marriage looks different and things are ever changing. Yeah. We've got to remember, we had a podcast on this. We're on the same team. And when you were brought together in the unity of marriage, you were brought together as a team. As in the scripture tells us the, that God made a suitable helper for Adam and gave Adam Eve when, and, and we become one flesh. And so when you are one flesh, you are on the same team. Yeah. And I don't know very many teams that are any good if they're not communicating. Mm-hmm. And communication has to be a strong suit for your marriage, but I also think you are creating an example for your kids. And I know, it, there, I mean, it's, it's a hard balance of talking only about the kids. I mean, I think we catch ourselves a lot too. Like, well, okay, t- okay, let's talk about the week. Okay, well, Hattie's going here. Kason's doing this. We've got track. We've got baseball. We have track meets on this, you know, coming up on this weekend. We've got baseball tournaments on that that weekend. And I think it's it's really easy to get caught up in talking just about kids or or your job but i i think it's very important to talk about more in-depth things as well you know what are you dreaming about Hmm. what what have you done in the past week that brought you joy uh what what can i do to serve you uh if there's any is there anything that you would want to do in the next week together i mean i think about is there anything that i can help you with when we i think when we open up that line of communication and, and begin to serve each other, I think it op- opens up a whole new opportunity to connect. And Brian, I think you, um, I think you nailed it. Um, when you can ask those type of questions and for the other, um, the other side of that, we can't just assume that our spouse knows what we need. Yeah. You know, um, we, and I'm going to, I'm going to talk on the, the women's side, right? Um, men can't read, read us period. And I mean, there, there've been times, Brian, you're like, well, I thought you were all okay with that. And I'm like, but we didn't talk about it. Yeah. And, and it, it, it caused a little bit of tension, but you know, I was waiting for, you know, us to talk about it and you assumed that it was all okay. And I already moved on. You <laughs> you had already forgot what, what it was about. And, it, and again, it's not that, I love this conversation, by the way. It's not the fact that I didn't care. And, and I would say in our marriage, what you're sharing right now is probably one of our most maturing features of our relationship understanding that we are different yeah because we it wasn't always that way and i would say we didn't even learn that really through counseling i mean a little bit we were introduced to it but it it has definitely been something that we've been self-aware of Mm -hmm. and just know like at the end of the day we we're created different we always say it not wrong just different yeah yeah and i think too too often we get in a mindset in our marriages where we are right 
and the other person is wrong. Doesn't matter what it is. I'm right, you're wrong. Well, you both can't be right, yeah. and you're both not wrong. Again, it's not wrong. It's just different. Embracing the difference. Yeah, I cut you off there. I'm really sorry, but I just want to point that out. That I think that's a really strong attribute of our marriage that that hopefully encourages and inspires others to to strive for the same because it 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 just doesn't happen. No, you got to be very intentional, very with, that, intentional. with that thought process. Yeah. But go on. So back to but, but, just the idea of that. Yeah, like you. I mean, you asking the question, you know, to me, you know, Shayla, how can I serve you this week? And again, if if I'm blowing you off, right? If I'm like, well, I don't know, then I can expect that back, right? And so, so with communication, when when your spouse comes to you with a question that is, I don't want to use the word deep, but you know, is is, is forcing you to open up and share, take that opportunity to do that because if you can continuously shut your spouse down again the communication you're going to go something's not right in our marriage and and I think we just have to be very aware of again how we are asking the questions and and then also reciprocating those questions Brian if you're always coming to me and asking me questions and finding out more you know and I never take the time to find out about you and how let's just use how how your work day was eventually you're going to start to think well Shayla really doesn't care she doesn't she's not asking and again there's a wedge between communication so when something awesome happens Brian you're less likely than to share the wins with me yeah and then I find out later I'm like well why didn't you tell me yeah and again it just just think about you know (laughs) how how you would want to be treated and how you would treat your spouse we talk about it all the time but we were created to be in community so if you we all long to have conversations we all long to have communication with others and if we're not having it with our spouse we're 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 gonna get it somewhere Mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean it's it's an it's an affair and you're going to step out. You're going to cheat on your spouse. It's not that, but in a way you are cheating on your spouse with others with time. And what I mean by that is a co or not a coworker, but a best friend. Yeah. Or it could be a coworker, but a a, a good friend. It could be a child. It could be a family member, a parent, you know, if, if you're having daily conversations with your best friend and some of those conversations should be with your spouse, you're robbing your spouse of time and attention. And, and again, I, I think it's so important. I, I, I love your first point there, asking questions. Mm-hmm. And, and that'll be the challenge for the week for you. Where can you insert some questions into your marriage to begin having conversations back and forth? And if you're going to ask questions, you better listen. Yeah. And so if step one is asking questions, step two is listen. And active listening. Put down your phone. Yeah. Turn the TV off. Um, Face-to-face listening. Find, you know, find a space where you can have an, an intimate conversation where there's no interruptions. And, 
And, and Brian, we're guilty of this, you know, we've talked about it before where at one point we can look around our living room, the TV's on, we're all watching the same TV show and Kaysen's on electronic, Addie's on her phone, I'm on my phone and you're on your phone and it can only go on for so long, right? Because then we're like, okay, everybody electronics down. Like, <laughs> what are, what are we doing? Um, and I think that's the same if, if you're struggling with communication in your marriage, are you actively listening or, you know, while your spouse is pouring their heart out, are you, you know, on your computer? Are you on your phone? Are you distracted? Because again, the next time you ask a question and your spouse starts to open up, they're going to remember how that feels and they will start to shut down. That's really good. I, I think even like when you say active listening, it's with your mind. Hmm. It's with your body actions. It's with your eyes, not just your ears, because we can act like we're listening and be thinking about something else. And then are you even listening to me? Mm-hmm. What did I say? <laughs> I mean, how often do we say that to our kids? Like, did you hear me? Yeah. Well, what did I say? Well, I don't know. I think you said, like, I think you said, put my clothes away. And I think you said, like, don't jump in front of the train. And I, like, <laughs> well, and I've even started something with, with our son, Kazen. He's, he's, he's nine. A, he's a boy. He's, and a, he's a boy. He's a male. Like again. And I've, I've had to, because I find myself so incredibly frustrated with, with him because I'm like, you never listen. You never listen. And he'll say, but mom, I didn't hear you. And so I have started something where I say, Kason, look into my eyes so I know that you are listening. And so it makes him stop whatever he's doing, whether it's an electronic or PlayStation or whatever. He, he pauses and physically looks into my eyes. So I know that he is actively listening to what I have to say. Um, Your the- daughter-in-law Sunday is going <laughs> to love you. And I Already tell- training him. I tell him, someday your wife is not going to enjoy this you, the other day you said that you yeah. said if you grow up and act like this your marriage will be very tough and i thought to myself <laughs> our poor children they have a mom and dad who have marriage ministry that's either gonna really benefit them or just backfire yeah I, but but in all seriousness it's going to help them it's going neither one of us had our parents pouring into us telling helping us shape us for marriage yeah and, you know, when we, when we do these things as husband and wife, when we are asking questions and we are actively listening, guess what? If you have kids, they're actively watching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're, they are, they are looking at a marriage either that they want to replicate or they never want to experience. If, if you are in a relationship that you're not talking you're not asking questions. You're not communicating. You're fighting. The only communication you do have, your voices are raised and you're yelling. Guess what? Your kids have no desire to either or ha- to have that or they're not going to know any different and they're going to treat their spouse the same way. Yep. And so if we can change things in our marriage, you are literally changing generations of marriages by changing your marriage. Yeah. I love that. I just love the fact that we, by a decision we make, can make generational change it's exciting like you should take ownership in that so step one you said it best ask questions step two not just listen 
actively listen. Mm-hmm. And then step three, don't rush. Like we live in a world, we've already referenced it twice today. Everything is flying by us so fast. It's like we're in the fast lane and going 10 miles an hour over the fast lane, over the speed limit <laughs> in the fast lane. It is going so fast. Slow down. Mm-hmm. Because if you are going too fast, you will not have time to ask questions. And if you're going too fast, you will for sure, even if you think you're, you're acting like you're listening, you're not listening because you're moving too fast. And I think too, um, w- when you are rushing, whether the answer or the question, um, you tend to inter- interrupt each other. And, and again, I'm going to go back to, um, a, a safe space. Um, you know, I, I think of a safe space to, to share, um, what's going on in your world or your life. Um, it, it can't be with, you know, your 45 kids running around the TV 45 on sometimes it's four to five, no, 45. It sounds like 45 kids running around. Right. I, I mean, you, you have to carve out time and, and if you are a parent with young kids, that might be a 10 to 15 minute conversation. And in that 10 to 15 minutes, make sure you are asking questions. You are actively listening and and don't rush it. You know, put the kids down 10 to 15 minutes early in the evening and, and carve out a space where, where you can be intentional of, of talking. And it might be, Hey, what does tomorrow look like? What does tomorrow look like for you? I find myself asking Brian a lot of times, Brian, what does your day look like, you know, tomorrow? And you're like, why? What do we have going on? Yeah, that's and, not a real great response, by the way. And and I don't I, know. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why, Be, because I know I know your work schedule is is heavy, but but I want to know. Like I want to know what does your your workday look like? When do you have your meetings? What time are your calls? Um, and again, not to be nosy, but just to know. Yeah. So, so I know that, man, at three o'clock tomorrow, you've got a really big meeting and, and that's on my heart as your spouse, I can take that time to be praying for you. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think that when we are, um, having these conversations and we are not rushing them, we can't interrupt our spouse because again, it doesn't give you a safe space to completely get everything out. And if you're being interrupted all the time, then how can you, you're almost anticipating, well, I'm going to get interrupted. So I maybe won't share everything. I'll share, share just the short version of it. And you're really good about like that example that you just shared. Hey, what's your week look like? What do you got? What do you have going on this week? And if I say, Hey, I've got a call on Monday at three o'clock, a big call, big presentation, what, or whatever it might be. You're always really good about, Hey, how did that go? Or 10 minutes before sending me a text, hey, praying for you. You've got this. And again, we're on the same team. Like, I don't have, my biggest cheerleader should not be my coworkers. No. Or my boss. My biggest cheerleader should be you. And when those calls are over or in that week, in that work day is over, you're always really good about, hey, how did your call go today? Or how'd that meeting go? Or, um, you know, how's your prep work going? I mean, whatever it might be. And, 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 I, and I think, again, if we're not rushing through, then we can retain that information because if we're, it's one thing to ask questions. It's, it's another thing to actively listen. But if we're rushing through it, we're not retaining that information and we forget. And then whatever you talked about passes and you forget to ask, hey, how'd that go? Or how are you, how, how are you working through that? Or, um, 
that struggle that you shared with me, you know, a week ago, is there anything else I can do to help you through that or whatever it might be? If we're not, if we're rushing through it, we'll miss those moments. And if, if we slow down, then we can go back to those conversations. And again, that's where you build unity and that's where you build, you build trust, uh, you build intimacy through conversation. And I'm not saying sexual intimacy, but just inti- closeness. closeness where, where we feel connected in at the end of the day, that's, that is, it is so important to feel connected in a marriage because if you don't, you are going to try to find it somewhere else. Mm. And it might not be stepping out of a marriage, but it might be getting to a point where you say, okay, this isn't working anymore. I don't think we should be married anymore. And then you're going to try to find it with somebody else. And the same cycle is going to happen because we know and trust us, we've dealt with hundreds and thousands of, of marriages over the last six years. And we know in our own marriage, we experienced ourselves. It's real easy to say things like, we just grew apart or we're not in love anymore or we just don't get each other anymore. Like that's, that, that's just, that's just garbage. Mm-hmm. And we get so frustrated when we hear those comments because it's not true. You don't just fall out of love. You stopped pursuing each other and you lost your closeness. And people say all the time, we just grew apart. We don't have anything in common anymore. It's like, uh, I don't believe you. Yeah, we'll challenge that. <laughs> I mean, we have called that out so many times and couples don't really like that when we call it, but, but they need to understand that's just a cop out. And so if you find yourself saying those phrases to each other, it's not, those, those phrases are not, it's not true. It, it's not a, it's not a thing. You are you did not fall out of love. You just don't get each other anymore. That you're just not being intentional to get each other. You're not being intentional to grow closer. Right. Is, is ultimately what it, and it, and it's, it starts by when the communication starts to dwindle down because you're yeah. not asking questions. You're not actively listening to each other. Um, y- y- and you're rushing, right? It yeah. might be like, you're just rushing through through the day to get to the next day and and that vicious cycle starts all over again and when you do that for a week that a week turns into a month right and yeah. you're like i don't even know what my spouse has done the last month and then you're like it's been six months and, and then, I, maybe they had a yeah. job change i really don't know because we don't talk and then you find yourself a year into it going this isn't what i signed up for yeah and then at that point you start thinking about other options yeah yeah and unfortunately some people look for other options within a marriage and then others just give up and then get divorced and then try to find it with somebody else. And it just, it just continues and continues. So, and communication again is a two way street. Yeah. And, and again, if your marriage is stagnant with communication, if you guys are just saying something just isn't right, I don't feel like I know my spouse like I did when we were dating start somewhere, Yeah, you know, start by asking questions. I mean, if it, if it's silly, start by Googling some questions that you can ask yeah, your spouse. We've got a couple of questions. We've got right a cup here. of questions. I mean, it might be like, all right, we've been married for five years and I knew when we were dating your favorite candy bar, it was Kit Kat. And you know, you ask that question again, Hey, what's your favorite candy bar? Your spouse may look at you crazy, but it may be a different answer. And then you can be like, wait a minute. I thought like, you liked, five, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you guys can laugh about it. And it's, you know, icebreaker questions aren't just to get to know people that you don't know. 
ask some questions within your marriage that are fun. So you get to know, because I think in a marriage, as it changes, individuals change. And we can either grow closer together or we can grow apart. I think you should write a book. I think instead of <laughs> instead of doing the uh, instead of doing the appliance swap, nah. you need to write a book like one hundred questions you should ask your spouse. There you go. I already, already got the title for you. I'm sure it's already out there. Uh, maybe, but it wouldn't be Shayla Moffat's version. <laughs> it would not be as good as yours. Who would buy it? Uh, I would. <laughs> and I would person. I would ask for an autographed copy. I wouldn't even ask for free copy. I would pay. For, I would buy it on Amazon. No thanks. Yeah, maybe there you go. You raise get enough money from your book sale. Christmas lights, baby. <laughs> Got it. Uh, Shayla, I love these conversations with you, by the way. These are, these are, these are conversations that this is a reason why we launched the podcast over a year ago. It is inviting you into our living room to have real conversations so your marriage can be different. And not just listening to our marriage, but listening to to what we do within our marriage and, and encouraging you in your, your own marriage. If we can help one couple, it's worth it. So if you found this episode to be beneficial, send it to your spouse. What a great, what a great way to begin communicating in your sp- in your marriage is is by talking about this podcast. Hey, listen to this podcast. It can take you forty five minutes to listen to it. Why don't you take a listen? You actually can fast forward the first ten minutes because because all they talk about is air fryers and <laughs> how their week was. Listen to the last thirty minutes, and then let's spend Tuesday night uh, or you know let's spend this Friday night and talk about it. I think that'd be a great way for marriages to to reconnect because again if, if you implement these three things you will see change and, that, and that's really what we're trying to do is help you in your own marriage um, if you found it useful share it uh, leave a leave a rating leave a review for us that that really does help us uh, it doesn't take very long to do that so click that five star rating leave that short review on apple podcast if you don't mind we would greatly greatly appreciate that we're going to be back uh, next Tuesday, Shayla, we have a big episode next week. You're just nodding your it's, head. It's going to be a good one. I always, I always can tell when Shayla's done. She just steps away from the microphone. She's like, just take us home to the finish line. It's going to be a good one, isn't it? What, what are we going to talk about next week? Next week is going to be a really good episode about, I'm trying to think of a, of a clever... Oh, you don't want to give it away. I don't want to give it away. We will We will celebrate again next I week. I was going to say, it's a celebration. It's a celebration of freedom. So be sure, and it is not 4th of July. So <laughs> uh, be sure to come back next week. Next Tuesday, drop a new episode each week for you to be encouraged in your own story. This week, implement those three things into your marriage. And to review them one more time... Ask questions. Actively listen and don't rush. There you go. Shayla said it best. Do those three things and we promise your marriage will be different. We believe in you. We know that it's possible. And if you need any assistance in your marriage, let us know. We would love to partner with you. We are actually scheduling couples for marriage mentoring in February and March. Uh, You can learn more about uh, by clicking on the link here in the podcast notes. But we would love to, to help you in your own marriage. And we these are things that we talk about during the marriage mentoring. And, and we know that it would encourage you. So this week, implement those three things into your marriage and be different. 